I will tell him. I, I don't believe you, baby. I don't think that you ever had any intention of telling him. That's not true. You, you're everything. I'm scared of what I saw. I'm scared of what I did, of who I am. Most of all, I'm scared of walking out of this room and never feeling the rest of my whole life the way I feel when I'm with you. Yeah, we'll turn you up. We'll turn you up really loud. <laughs> so how was your trip? Yeah, Fine. it you was. You haven't started yet. Oh, yeah, we've started. Oh, okay, yeah, good. How long ago, or I mean, how long was your trip? What, from start to finish? Yeah. Uh, mm, 15, 10 o'clock, quite, I don't know, about 20-odd hours. Jeez. 20 hours? Yeah, from Sydney to Dallas was 15 and a half. Jeez, and then where you had to fly from where you're at in Australia yeah. to Sydney, right? Melbourne to Sydney, an hour and a half. Then you've got an hour and a half travel to get to Melbourne. Good grief. I don't ever want to go to Australia. Well, of course you I, do. Yeah, I do. There's well, too many, not right too now. Many bugs and right stuff. now with some of the restrictions that you guys no, that's have over true. there. That's true. Mm. As as Miss Amber Heard is dealing with right now. They won't let you in unless you've been vaccinated. Mm. Yeah, that's for sure. And they they definitely won't let any kind of like mini dogs in or anything as far as I know. Oh, no, no, no. All right. Well, I suppose we should get into this. Do you want to ask the uh, the normal questions we usually do? Uh, Like, when was the first time you remember watching this? Real quick, just to introduce it. Today we have uh, one of our listeners uh, joining us today. Her name is Jackie Bailey. She's from Australia. Where are you at from Australia? Gippsland. Gippsland? Near, Mel- near Melbourne, Victoria. Oh, okay. So you were originally from England, is that correct? Correct, yes. All right. How long did you live there? Oh, you're telling me age now. Uh, <laughs> uh, till I was 45. Okay. <clears throat> and what made you move to Australia? You had a new family and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Husband's job. Gotcha. Mm. All right. Well, um, do, you, do you enjoy our show? I do. Sometimes I, I don't know what you're on about, but I enjoy it. <laughs> well, we try to do a lot of different movies instead of doing like, like we, we tried at first trying to do uh, like brand new movies that just came out. But then we got to that point where it was like, we weren't having fun with it anymore. Like we can't, we, we haven't been able to see a good movie that's come out in probably 10 years. And in my opinion, besides like, like, you know, obviously the Avengers, things like that, you know, I, I like the superhero movies. Don't like them anymore, but um, it's very rare to find a newer yeah, one that we yeah. actually like to talk about. And we don't like to 
have we don't like to talk about movies that we don't like because <laughs> then we just spend an hour just like trashing. Them At least one of us will like the movie that we're doing. Being real not, it's not yeah. always like. For the most part, we kind of like it, but yeah, we've had like yeah, the rare like Shutter yeah. Island that Andrew didn't like and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, have you ever seen Shutter Island with Leo, Leo DiCaprio? DiCaprio. I'm sure I have, but it's not memorable, obviously. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese got real good reviews, four stars, five stars, all this kind of stuff. Andrew hated it. I did. He was not a fan it, of it. It did not make sense to me. And, and and then he had to deal with some crap from uh, Horror and Heels. They were kind of chewing you out. Oh, I don't even care. I don't even care. I mean, I care. care. They're, they're friends of ours, but it, it just, I I can't give that movie enough attention to, to actually enjoy it. So. Yeah. But, uh, so let me ask you this. What's a movie that you've seen, not the current one we're about to talk about, but mm-hmm. what's a movie that you've seen that's like kind of new that's come out that you enjoyed? Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I was going to say that. I'm st- I'm the only one, I think, in this room that hasn't seen that oh, movie yet. You don't know what you're missing. I know. Oh, well, it's, it's out amazing. on. I, I might watch it in the theater tonight because like, it's I like it, streaming. Well, and I like it better than the original. That's what I hear. A lot of people yes, are saying it's, it's a lot better. Just like the story is just like perfect, they say. There's no wokeness in this movie. <laughs> like, I enjoy that. Like, there's nothing that I'm just like, I, I end up rolling my eyes to. Like, you know you know how there's, most movies nowadays, there'll be something that you just kind of roll. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you, they just roll your eyes. You know, some movies, that the entire movie, you're rolling your eyes. But this yeah. one is, I, I didn't, I wasn't like... Man, I'm, I wish they would have put some more feminism in this movie, you know, or something like that, you know. Not, <laughs> but, you, know. you know what this movie could use? A little more, more feminism. feminism. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, today we are talking about Dirty Dancing. This is your favorite movie, correct? It is, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, this movie is Dirty Dancing. It came out in 1987. Uh, it was directed by Emil Ardolino. Uh, the writer was Eleanor Bergstein. Um, this is kind of based on her life, although if you tell her or ask her if it's based on her life, she gets really upset. But she's taking different aspects. Like, her, they used to call her baby. Um, she used to go to the Catskills back in the 60s with her parents. Um, her dad was a doctor. So, I mean, like, it's like baby and how her background is is a lot like the author. But um, basically all the things that happened with Johnny, it's all made up. So, Hey, you know, you know this... Um you know Patrick Swayze is uh, credited as doing an episode of EastEnders. I he was on the EastEnders, huh? Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, it's like. Uh, Oh yeah, but what is what is another one? Uh, Days of Our Lives or yeah. something like that, but for uh, but in England on the BBC. But it's, a, it's the most depressing soap opera in England. <laughs> yeah, is. but, but our, our mum constantly watched it. I remember. You know, yeah, you still watch it. Yeah. It's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's also he's also credited for doing an episode of Britain, uh, Britain's Got Talent. Rubbish. Really? Yeah, you should see some of these. Uh, you know, he's in Fox and the Hound too. No. <laughs> he did a voice or something? I guess it just says, uh, let's see, Fox Down 2, it just says performance. 
I don't even know what that means. I don't know. It probably voice performance or something like that. Yeah, and then he was on one la- Beverly Hills 90210. I'm just going to go through this real quick. Uh, Patrick Swayze plays Johnny Castle. Uh, we have Jennifer Grey as Baby Houseman. Jerry Orbach uh, as Jake Houseman. Uh, this movie also stars Cynthia Rhodes, Jack Weston, Jane Brucker, Kelly Bishop, Lonnie Price, and many, many others, including Wayne Knight, who plays Stan in this movie. But we know him more as Wayne Knight. I haven't Seinfeld. got a clue. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Andrew Newman. Andrew right? Park. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, mortal enemy from Seinfeld. Well, he, and he actually does like, like, kind of like a uh, stand up routine, which, and I heard he was a stand up comedian or I think might so. still I mean, be. Most of you know, them. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he was doing the very stand up routine and and he seems like he'd be a funny stand-up like i've never seen any of his stand-up but he seems like he'd be pretty hilarious with well based on what we saw in this movie i don't know if it'd be that funny well i don't know he plays that role so well though right <laughs> he plays it goodly the 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 snidely the the uh remember brian regan yes goodly goodly plays it goodly godly goodly yeah um, this movie was produced by this company called Vestron. So now if anybody's seen the movies that made us, it's a show on Netflix. Yeah. They stopped for whatever reason, but they did a show on Dirty Dancing in the, the background of this. So we'll go over a couple things that they talked about. But um, <clears throat> one of them is that they couldn't get any studio to buy this. They went to Paramount, Fox, everywhere. Nobody wanted it. I think they had like 40-something rejection letters or something like that. Or maybe it was 14. It was probably 14 because there wasn't that many studios back then. But um, they had many rejection letters. And they finally got to this company called Vestron, right? So they send out scripts to everybody. Well, Vestron was this uh, VHS company uh, that just produced VHSs and everything. But they were able to buy up licenses for all these movies and start distributing them through their VHS company because the, the, uh, the um, film companies didn't do their own distribution. They didn't think there was any money in it, but Vestron was making all kinds of money. So they had millions of dollars and everything. So once the company started distributing their own movies, Vestron was kind of like, okay, now we're kind of stuck. Now let's produce our own movie. Kind of like Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So they had a few million dollars to spend, right? And uh, they they ended up spending it on this one script that they found called Dirty Dancing. Which, you know what's kind of hilarious about this? This movie actually was the first movie to hit one million box sales, yeah, home box, sales. the home home, yeah, home box office uh, sales or whatever. But um, it's it's funny because Vestron was actually an adult movie company too. They that's what they were producing uh, okay. a lot of is adult movies and everything before they before they got into this, and like the the executives wanted like one of their stars from one of these adult movies to play baby and all Jeez. this kind of stuff. And the author's like, are you kidding me? You know, no. And she was like this blonde bombshell, you know, porn actress and mm-hmm. everything. And uh, anyways, they, they went through a very long casting process before they found everybody that they had. In this they should have went longer. I thought <laughs> you didn't like Patrick Swayze. No, it's not Patrick. Tell me about what you don't, what your aversion to doing this movie. Because I know you gotcha. are not looking forward oh, to I it. Oh, I planned this. So explain this to I've us. I've got this in my head. Because okay. I know Jackie wants to know yes. as well. Yeah. Okay. When I first watched this movie, I was like, this movie is not good. It's terrible. I, I, I don't. You know, like Step It Up, you know, all these, uh, you know, movies that came out like late 90s, early 2000s, you know, About the dance dancing. movies, you know, I, I enjoyed, you know, the ones before that, I wouldn't. 
you weren't like the a last Footloose dance. No, no. or well, no, uh, I like Footloose. Dance, I like that. I like Grease. I'm not a big Flashdance fan. I do like Grease and I do like uh, Footloose, but mm-hmm. Flashdance is just it was just weird. And I thought this was a party. <clears throat> Let's dance. Yeah, Footloose. <laughs> yes, um, but. It, for this movie, the biggest issue I had was like, I was like, oh, this movie's not good. And then I started watching and I'm like, okay, they're so awkward together that you can tell that they had problems with their chemistry. But now knowing the background, you enjoy Right, right. But you understand. No, no, I don't. Well, I don't enjoy certain performances very, very much. I mean, because Jennifer Grey is so awkward in this film. Mm-hmm. Like she's so natural in in uh, which Red is Dawn. what she's supposed to be is very awkward. Yes, right? yes, but mm-hmm. but not the good kind of awkward because I mean they constantly <laughs> flash back and forth to Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey in their their close moments like fifty times, and then Jennifer Grey would constantly have a face like this. <laughs> The whole entire time they'd flash back and forth, and you could see that Patrick she Swayze was playing did, trying the doe-eyed, innocent girl. No, that you're not was supposed to play that. Skills. You're supposed to naturally be that way. But you know, Patrick Swayze was—he was either trying not to laugh the entire time at her stupid face, or, <laughs> or just look at her face and, and try to show some thing. sort of emotion and try to save this film. With the awkwardness. I mean, I understand the awkwardness. Flashback once or twice. That's it. But don't go like 16 times back and forth, back and forth, with nobody saying anything, but just giving each other funny looks. So it sounds like you you like this one a little bit more this time, but not much more. Well, well like Jennifer Grey at the very beginning was good. Uh-huh. Like, like do you think it's the, actors, do you no, think it's it's the actor's issues, or do you think it's no. the way that the director directed it because, and cut it? Because Patrick Swayze got better. As a movie film, his his emotion, his ability to show that emotion got better throughout the film. You know, because he's used to playing, you know, a lot of the same type of person in all these movies that he does. Mm. You know, and so with this one, he he's still that leather jacket, black t-shirt, wearing like Roadhouse or or you know, any of these many other films he did, you know, that he's a lot alike. But he just started showing better emotion as the film went on. Jennifer Gray got worse. Like, to the mm. point where, like, seriously had the stupid look on her face the entire film. But the, well, the film was corny, wasn't it? It, 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 it was. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, yeah. It was, but you could just see, like, which actors were trying and which actors were just like, eh, whatever. This ain't going to be a good film. You know, kind of thing like they predicted it wasn't going to be a good film. Like, I, my biggest problem is Jennifer Grey. It's okay, so line. shots fired. Do you have a rebuttal to that? Do you have a response to that? Well, I your movie. I've never seen a Jennifer Grey in anything else. What about uh, Ferris Bueller? No. Red Dawn? No. Not till after. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah not till after. I, and I just, like Matthew said, I still think, yeah, it was, she was just a young, innocent girl yeah. and didn't yeah. know any better. Yeah. But it just was Which cringy because- she had her mm. nose job done. Well, my, my wife loves this movie. Well, either that or the accident with Matthew Broderick, but well, um, oh, why your wife like? No, movie? My, my wife loves this movie, but then when I pointed out the awkwardness and the look that she would be giving him back and forth, and how many times it flashed, she's near the end there. She said, "I see what you're talking about now on this." Well, you know, you're too obsessive, it out. so I'm going to try to ignore it. You just said so I can well, still enjoy this movie. I'm no, no, I'm say. not like like this second time around. I liked the movie. I really did. I, I, it's yeah. not something I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best movie ever. But how much of you like this movie is the soundtrack? Because I know me and you really connect to music. No, it's the problem with the songs is they're very catchy and they've they've been overplayed. I mean, you know, uh, how dare you? Well, they have, they have even even just like the wind. Hungry eyes will never be overplayed. You okay. can play that a million when they times. They played and I will that. Never get sick of that. That's song. my favorite scene 
in oh, the film. Yeah, I was I'm just telling one. Jackie, okay, well, let's get that out of the way then. Okay. My favorite scene is when the three are dancing together. Yes. Uh, and and uh, you know, let me see. I think I got this somewhere. I mean, it's not like well into our notes, but um, basically when Johnny, Baby, and Penny all start dancing together, it's because, you know, you have these two accomplished dancers, yeah. right? Cynthia Rhodes and Patrick Swayze. And then you have Jennifer, Jennifer Gray, who was learning all this stuff during the production. Uh, but she was still holding these dances together. Yeah. You know, she's still dancing well. Like like that three person dance that looked very complicated to me. But I'm but not it, a dancer. It looks so Maybe it's fluid. a normal thing. It looks so mm. fluid and natural. Like they had practiced yes. for quite a mm-hmm. uh, quite a lot on it. Right? It, it makes you. I think it makes you have more respect for Baby and for Jennifer Grey and appreciate her character more. Even Penny's character, you you had that respect. You, you know, when once that happened, because you could see that she saw in that scene that the, the favorite my favorite scene is when Penny looked at. Uh, was looking at Patrick Swayze. And they were both looking at him. And she sighed. She sighed. She went... <sighs> it was kind of like they you know, looked over over baby's head and were looking at each other. But Patrick but at the Swayze. same time, you can see when they're turning, he's looking at baby and Penny's looking at Patrick Swayze yeah. or at Johnny. And and she's like, she kind of looks and she figures out, she's like, okay, he's attracted to her. And now. as they turn, then eventually his mm-hmm. eyes shift to where then he was just looking at baby. Yeah. And, and you she see sighs. seeing that. And, and Penny sighs. I noticed and I got him on my notes. Here yeah. Too. I pointed that out to uh, Rachel and I said, look. Do you see this? I rewinded it. I said, "Watch, watch your eyes." When and then Rachel's like, "She's just sighed," yeah. and I said, "Yes." It's that's just kind of a, like a cool it. little moment where you have that transition, all three of them working yeah. together. It gives you the more respect for the baby character. It, and it's such a natural. It was such a natural, fluid scene. You I think, know, it, it flowed just perfectly. Yeah. Like, like they weren't even. Trying. And the music was perfect. because yeah. I love Hungry Eyes. But but they did play that song. I think too long. Like I don't think that it, it should have been played almost the whole entire Maybe. song. It started with him doing the gung gung. Yeah. Love it. That's weird that our favorite is the, the, yeah. is the same scene. What is your favorite scene? It's the hungry eyes, is but it? further on when um, they're practicing when her arms up. Yeah. And he comes down and he laughs yeah. because yeah. we know that that was actually real. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So a little background on these, these characters, too, is that um, they worked in a movie called Red Dawn two years prior to this. And um, they didn't get along because Patrick Swayze was this... And, you know, he, he, he claims it all the time. You know, this redneck from Texas. He was this guy that, like, took like, tr- Quarterback in the football team. I mean, he's very the guy alpha was, personality. Very alpha personality. They said yeah. he was very masculine, all this kind of stuff. He took charge, like, like hey, come on. And he was telling other actors what to do. Yeah. She didn't like that. She was very new. Like That was, like, her first major movie, really. Um, and so she didn't really know how to act with him. Uh, fast forward two years to Dirty Dancing, and she had just done like Ferris Bueller, so she had been a a supporting like background character, and then she was a, like a main supporting character in mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller. Now she was getting her own movie, yeah. So she was cast first, and she was really nervous. And it was between two sets of people. The two sets of people that were supposed to play these characters was either Patrick Swayze or Billy Zane. You know who Billy Zane is? I do. Okay, and then it was either uh, Baby or Sarah Jessica Parker. Or- baby uh jennifer gray or sarah jessica parker yeah. because the author insisted on having somebody with yeah. frizzy long hair and, and i, like I could so i could really see sarah jessica parker playing this role I, I could i probably could too now billy zane it's just you hear so many of these movies back in the 80s and 90s where they're like oh billy zane was gonna play this role and then he didn't billy zane was gonna play this role he did But you should see him trying to do like the seductive walk and dance towards the girl it's it's bad yeah i just think of phantom every time i see phantom see or titanic yes, or something yes. like that not even titanic yeah. just phantom like i just i always imagine because it's like the only movie he actually has hair in <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, before he shaves his head. But, you know, the one thing with, with Patrick Swayze playing this role, his brother came out and did an interview. Um, I can't remember who it was with, but they did an interview, and they said that he was such a talented dancer that he had to tone down his skills because he wasn't a the brother a or world, Patrick Swayze. The brother said this about Patrick oh, Swayze, okay. that, that he had to tan, uh, tone down his dancing skills because he... Uh, um, he had to turn it down because he uh, was so skilled at it and he was not supposed to be a classically trained dancer, you know, so his, right. he was supposed to be learning this dirty dance and, and teaching, you know, he, teaching, you know, uh, 90 year old women how to dance, you know, right. seductively or whatever, or do the trot or whatever the heck those dances are. But uh, trot. Yeah. But he his brother. Came That's out how Patrick Swayze walks. Like you don't see oh, many people like especially people who are described as masculine men yeah. you don't see it but he has like a ballet trot to how he yeah. walks because that's he he was trained to move a certain way for you his mom was the most famous ballet dancer in texas you know so yeah. i mean like he grown grown up with these classes so he Learned, learns yeah. a way to move so he, that's why he walks he has such a unique i guess i'll he say he has great posture one way of calling it yeah yeah, yeah we'll call it unique so <laughs> yeah. that we're trying to be as peaceful. he was as trotting can, so. trotting everywhere he went you know yeah so when they first uh were casting this um they she wanted to see these she wanted hooded eyes for johnny you know with where you have the the orbital bone sticking out yeah. or whatever the very hooded eyes so she they just had like, like casino li- man like a little shot yeah basically yeah. like the neanderthal forehead yeah. or something yeah. but uh so they had all the shots of the actors who were who were auditioning for this but they just had eye shots and she would just flip through and then she stopped. She goes, this is the one. This is exactly it. This is Johnny. And it was Patrick Swayze. They flipped over his, his resume thing, and it said no dancing on it. So he didn't want to do it. Oh, like, oh okay. And so they just went past him. But it kept – it stayed in her mind. And she yeah. went back to it. And one of, like, the casting directors or something, like, knew him because he was in the dancing scene. Yeah. And um, so he's like, oh, actually, he's a trained dancer. And she, they're like, wait, what? He had no dancing. Well, what happened was he played football back in the day in mm-hmm. high school. And he, he basically knee. destroyed his knee. Yeah. And he had to stop playing. And so he had done dancing his whole life. He couldn't do dancing either because his knee was destroyed. So he was just trying to get into acting. So that's why he had put no dancing. I mean, if you saw all the different movies like he, he did, like The Outsiders and all these mm-hmm. other things, there's like there's no dancing in it because, you know, he didn't want. And he did end up exacerbating that injury during this movie when he was trying he to jump off, off the stage. stage. Yeah, and whenever he was on the log when they were they were practicing the dancing yeah. on the log, he fell off quite a few times. My wife was saying how it was Jennifer Gray that did it. She was, refused to go on there. Yeah, it, it doesn't. And that irked Patrick Swayze that she wouldn't go out on the log. And she's like, hell no. So it was her stunt person that went out. And you can okay. tell on like yeah, the, yeah, the wide shot when you can't see if there's any like safety bags yeah. on the bottom. You could tell it's stunt actors going yeah. across there and stuff. So um, let me get to the top five before we get too far into this real quick. And we can leave it as a top three if you want to as well. Um, if right. that if that might make you feel better. Do you have your uh, your top Patrick Swayze movies ready? Jackie? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right, so uh, what we decided to do, there's not many Patrick Swayze movies that you and I have gotten into, but I'm sure you have your own list of different things. Yeah. That's the main reason you like watching this movie, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Patrick well, Swayze to be movie. honest, I haven't seen a lot of them because right. once I saw Dirty Dancing, I'd, I don't go to any others. No. You can't get not, you only go down. Quite. You only go down from Dirty Dancing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid so, yeah. <laughs> Are you ready then? Okay, so top five uh Patrick Swayze movies. Um, we're gonna do it like the rest of the world does it, and that's in descending order. Oh. So, what's your number five? Top five, Jackie. We'll start with you. 
Ghost. Ghost is top, is number mm-hmm. five. Okay, yep, I have that pretty close to that. Andrew, what's your number five? Uh, I'd have to say... See, he'll north, just north and his, south. He does his in the no, moment. I, I can tell you right, the whole list right now. Thank <laughs> you very much. Probably north and south. See, that's the thing. I've never watched north and south. Oh. We used to have it, I think, on VHS and everything, because I remember seeing his face on there, mm-hmm. but I just never watched it. I mean, obviously, it's about the Civil yes. War and everything. About the first time I knew he existed. Really? Yeah. yeah, and he did that before... Mm. before um, all of this yes. before Point Break, Dirty Dancing, mm. all that kind of stuff. So, what did you like about what did you like about uh, North and South? It, it just it was it was a pretty good portrayal of it, and it was very believable in his role with it. You know, I think I mean just Civil War stuff. You know, and I love history stuff, and, and you know anything history related, I yeah. enjoy. So, what did you like about Ghost? Well, not a lot, because he was a bit too clean cut for my liking. Okay, so you like more bad boy Patrick Swayze, leather jacket, that type I of do. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But but no, saying that, when we get to my fourth choice, you'll see what I mean. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my my fourth is, is Ghost, but my fifth is Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything. That was good. Oh, remember yeah. that. I mean, it you know, it, it has... Uh, John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, Wesley Snipes yeah. and everything. It's a comedy. It's just, you know, it's a fun... It's a fun comedy. It's fun. And you don't see Patrick Swayze doing that a lot, especially, mm-hmm. you know, the type of role that he plays in, in that movie. You like know? John Leguizamo, I could see playing that. You know, he played that pretty, a lot more natural than the other two, than Wesley Snipes. He and, was so and, funny. And he was Patrick probably Swayze. the best part about the yeah, movie. I mean, absolutely. I like Patrick Swayze, but yeah, John Leguizamo was the best in that one. What's your number four? I think it's called The Last Dance. The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. He did it that, with um, his wife, Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not the... He's not the main actor in that one, though, right? It's it's about two. It's about two two dancers. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen yeah. it. That's a rare movie that I yeah. have no knowledge of. Yeah, I've never it, even heard of it. I don't no, think. it was because I like the dance. I've heard thing. Save the Last yeah. Dance, but I've never heard of. The yeah. Last no, that dance. was with uh, what's her name? Julia Stiles. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I like that as well. Yeah, yeah that's that <laughs> really good. Yeah. yeah, that one's really good. Um, all right, well, what's your number four? Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Okay, that's mine as well. Um, I like I like Demi Moore. I could I could take her leave Whoopi Goldberg nowadays, but she was great. no Whoopi Whoopi was fantastic. She was great in that movie. In that movie. Yeah, yeah, I could I leave her and, and, take. Her, you know what? She was fantastic in almost all her movies. To yeah. be honest with you, Sister Act was awesome. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, what is the the jump uh, uh, f- jumping Jack Flash? Yeah, yeah, that she was good in that one. Um, I mean, there's so many movies that she was really good in. Um, okay, so what's your number three? Point Break. Point Break. Andrew, what's your number three? Probably Point Break. Okay, mine's Red Dawn. Um, what did you like about Point Break? Point Break's my number two, but what did you guys like about Point Break? He he was just, it was kind of a little bit more of a hippie-ish role for him in yeah. a way. Did I you guess- like him or Keanu Reeves better in that movie? No, um, what, what's what's his face? Uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah, more. crazy old Gary yeah. Busey. Oh no, Patrick Swayze. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Swayze. Yeah, and I like that he did his own stunts in that movie, where they had the sky, all the skydiving scenes. Patrick Swayze did all those because he was a actual a licensed or whatever skydiver. Um, it was whereas, like Tom Cruise who does all his stunts. Yeah. Did he do the surfing? 
I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did a lot of it. I don't think he did that last one. a ton of surfing in Texas, Probably did. Yeah, probably did that last one. But, I mean, he did all that stuff. He uh, Keanu Reeves didn't. You know, Keanu Reeves was in Mm. blue screen for some of it. And then, you know, that one where he jumped out of the plane without a parachute, that was obviously a stunt double as well. Yeah. But, like, you could tell in the shots, they have wide shots of Patrick Swayze's face doing the skydiving, whereas whenever you have Keanu Reeves, it's just like a blue background (laughs) with a bunch of wind and everything. It looked really weird, but... But I like it. I mean, it's just one of those extreme, you know, break your neck yeah. type of movies. I, I just by like Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, well, like with with Point Break, the biggest thing with that one was is just it was action packed. It's a very action packed movie, and they do everything, you know, and, and that's why they did try to copy it. They did make a another Point Break more updated version of it, and just threw in a bunch of action. But I mean, it was a classic action. I just remember how much you loved it. When we when we were younger, just the way that Keanu Reeves would jump out with no parachute, and when so I, I'm guessing that's probably such like first ass. on your list, isn't it? Uh, it's number two. Okay, it's number two. I have that number two, and I had number three. I had uh, Red Dawn, and I just love that movie and the remake. The remake's pretty good. I think it has North Korea instead of Russia invading and everything. But yeah. um, I I don't know. There's just it's fun to watch. You know, like like what would happen if you had an invasion that's why they say you know you can't really invade america because we have like there's more people armed in this country than any other well that's why the, the japanese never uh, attacked the mainland they only attacked pearl harbor is because they said that there was a gun behind every blade of grass <laughs> yeah you know so, you don't you don't invade you know, the country you, you yeah. don't come to a country that there's that we have more guns than the entire world not our army, but personally owned than the entire world. Yeah, I think we have even more more than twice as many guns as people yes. in this country or yeah. something like that. There's it's three crazy. guns to every person, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's your number two? Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse. mine too. Mm. Mine too. I don't have a Roadhouse. We've actually on had, what, two in a row now that were exactly the same yeah, on the list. Yeah. See? I don't have Roadhouse on my list, and that's because I've watched it once, and I think I only watched half of it when I was really young. Besides yeah. that, I've, I've yet to watch the movie in full paying attention to it so i don't know for, it's, for me it's a great movie for me it's, it's classic up, patrick swayze i never mm. saw patrick swayze as masculine when i was younger because really? i always saw him as a bit like i don't know more on the feminine side or whatever but i didn't equate him with like arnold or bruce willis or sylvester stallone or whatever i always have i always wanted to you know when people say you know the action stars i'm like why can you not put patrick swayze on that list i don't know i, just, he, I mean granted he does he, it doesn't show him with a lot of guns like red dawn obviously but yeah you know uh, he he's not one of the action stars that has guns a lot you know trying to watch a movie where he's supposed to be a tough bouncer i don't know though it's just it it threw me off yeah i just i don't know but he's i watch country again. He's from Texas, you know. He's kind of. Is you know, Road, does Roadhouse take place in Texas? No, not. I'm not saying no. in Texas, oh. but it's out in the country. You know, Roadhouse is not right. in a big city. You know what I yeah. mean, kind of thing. And it's not stated there. So I got you. Okay. And like I said before, mine was Point Break. On your number one, Outsiders. Oh yes. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Dirty, Dirty Dancing. Dancing for you, and I guess me and Andrew are both tied for our number oh, one. Absolutely. Outsiders. That's really when I hear Patrick Swayze, I equate him with being Daryl on on the outsiders i remember watching it while i was younger you know i think we i read had, the book before i watched it and it was just it, the movie was as good as the book and, and i don't ever say that we even had a time when we got to go to school you had to dress up like from the mm-hmm. 50s or something like that and so i dressed up as like a greaser and i remember dad like 
rolled up my sleeves as if I had like a pack of cigarettes and, and everything. We, we I thought watched, you said you wanted to be Patrick Swayze in Dirty Dancing. We watched the we watched the Outsiders for like research on how to yeah. on how to do that. But like Pony Boy and Roblo, Ralph Macho, Tom Cruise. I mean, is it Ralph Macho? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ralph Macho plays uh, yes. Johnny. Yeah, he's the one that the the, C. the guy Thomas. that caused everything. Yep. See Thomas Howell as Pony oh, Boy. Man. You had uh, Matt Dillon. Yes. Tom Cruise. Well, Roblo. I mean, look. Can you name a Another movie that has such iconic Diane actors. Lane as Cherry. That's what I'm saying. You know? How many other movies can you name that has so many iconic, not char- just characters, but actors playing such iconic characters? Rat Race, Ocean's Eleven. Those don't count. <laughs> no, okay, even Ocean's Eleven is probably not as, as good. I don't know. You iconic. had like at the peak of their careers, Matt Damon, uh, George Clooney, Brad Al Pacino. Pitt, Al Pacino. Uh, uh, what's that? Andrew Garcia. Yeah. Andy Garcia. Yeah. That's it, Andrew. But I mean, even that, I'm just saying like, this is OG right here. You know what I'm saying? Like Tom Cruise, you know, one of the greatest actors, you know, Rob Lowe, one of the funniest people that, which is weird because when Rob Lowe started, he didn't play a lot of comedic roles. And then later on in life, you find out he's freaking hilarious. He was part of the Brat Pack and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just. I can't say much about it. I want to cover it one day, but um, it's just a very, very good story. Very tragic and everything, but... Anyways. Anywho. Um, okay, so the lake that, that they were that they were doing all the practicing now doesn't exist today. Yeah. It's a dried out lake bed oh. now. But the resort does. Around. And they still do dirty yeah. dancing themed events at this they, they resort. Have a, they have a big rock down by where that lake dried up and it's like dedicated to patrick swayze after he passed away and everything yeah. uh we did we have had a few deaths since this movie obviously people know that patrick swayze passed away i think it was about 10 years ago he yeah. had pancreatic cancer he did the beast right before he passed away and that was actually a good tv show i mean it, obviously it only went for like one season i guess but um it was called the beast and he was a, like a detective kind of character but he played it was really good uh we had people that obviously patrick swayze passed away uh the guy who uh owned the resort the uh, i forgot what uh, that actor's name but he had passed away also the director yeah has since passed away um jerry orbach obviously he's yeah. passed away i think he passed away in like 2004 i didn't realize he looks so, so much younger now. than who his wife was supposed to be like hit the the wife Oh, yeah. Did you know the like wife was in Gilmore lot, Girls? She was the mother in Gilmore uh, Girls. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe they just portrayed her to look older, I guess, uh, in the movie. The mother of the mother, basically. Yes. Yeah. So. Wasn't well, that the one where she wasn't the original to play that part? In Gilmore Girls? Oh, sorry. We're in the wrong... <laughs> We, we, I thought this was we, we about tend to jump dance. around quite yeah, a bit. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been doing this long enough where we can kind of keep on the same. We're like six subjects yeah. away of what we were the program. two minutes ago and everything. <laughs> okay, so obviously this movie I think is real proof of how close passion is to both hate and love, right? Uh-huh. Because um, there's a quote. There's a lot of tropes in this movie. Well, there's a quote, right? Hate is misunderstood passion. Okay. Right. I think that. That explains this movie perfectly because Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze, obviously they hated each other. This is what we were talking about earlier is that they were on Red Dawn together. She didn't like him and she was cast versus baby and they brought in Patrick Swayze. Uh, he beat, beat out Billy Zane and everything. But 
she didn't want him. And so Patrick's like, let me, I don't know if I want to do this either, but let me go and talk to her. They went into a room for like an hour. They both came out red eyes, you know, like they had worked things out and they said, okay, let's get rid of all what's in the past and move on, which was great for a little while, but it didn't last very long. I feel like they had like a slap fight in there or something, you know? Yeah. It's just that, I mean, you can even see like when uh, during their audition, they were like really just like going at each other. Well, like, their dance like test originally, you know, the setup for it. But they like it was their. extremely important that it ended up happening, you know, because it, it helped the film later on. Yeah, you and know? they saw their their like tenseness around each other, and it's just weird how that can translate. As long as you just like throw in a few smiles or something like that, how it can translate to extreme passion and love for each other. That that shows you that thin line between love and hate, you know. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes. If you're passionate about yeah. something or someone, it, it, but even then, I I still saw it. I still saw it, the the conflict between them as as actors. I do, yeah, and I watched it differently. I don't know if you did, but since you heard that they didn't like each other, I think I haven't watched this movie in full since I had heard that. And it's just a different experience, I think, whenever you think of how, how much they don't like each other behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. It's, I don't know, it feels like a different experience because you can, like, really just feel the tension between them. Mm-hmm. Well, it shows in there, you know, you say the passion for each other. I mean, if you had passion for someone, you'd like to give them a kiss, wouldn't you? Yeah, you and would, they yeah. tend to be avoiding yeah. that as much as possible. <laughs> they did. They, they had like so three close. kisses throughout this whole thing, mm. and they were just like real light. They didn't really make mm. out. Well, they, they took the love scene out of it. That love scene didn't even get put in until two thousand two or two thousand four. In, in uh, I know uh, there was like a quick flash, and then show them waking but up. But in the original version, not the re-released, re-edited, all, all that stuff, that wasn't in the original version. Why? Because they just like punching each other in the face? I don't know. I don't know. I'll just, I just read about that, that that wasn't actually in the original version. It wasn't until the re-release of okay. the film. Gotcha. Um, I, so I remember thinking, I, as I was watching this, I remember watching this when I was a kid, and I must have been like maybe six or seven when I watched this or something. I just remember like being at a friend's house and watching it or something because yeah. that's where we, we, you know, we would always go to other people's I don't know about to watch friends. stuff that we you, weren't You might go watch to. Dirty Dancing in the notebook with your friends Not when you were a kid. But, but I know, but I'd be watching like He-Man. I know, and you were hanging out with all the guys. I was hanging out with the girls because <laughs> yeah, I was go. the smart one. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. So um, anyways, I saw right. I'd, be, I'd be watching that and I remember actually thinking when I was younger, like when you got into the house where they were actually grinding and everything, I was like, I shouldn't be watching this. You know, like really like, like that was, I mean, I was very, very young and it was before I had seen much and everything. Yeah. And I really remember watching this movie at that age yeah. and thinking like, this is bad. I really shouldn't be yeah. watching this, but I kept watching. So did you think like Dirty Dancing was talking about like mud wrestling or something? Or I didn't was, know what we were getting into. Yeah, I just Dirty, dirty Dancing. Oh, they, haven't taken, they haven't showered in a bit, you know, kind of thing. Something is that like that. <laughs> Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> well, I saw it at the cinema, obviously, or what do you call it here, mm-hmm. movie theater. And I didn't know what it was about. I had no clue, but it it seemed to have been well <coughs> advertised. This is back in the UK, uh-huh. and I had I was in a dark team. Not that makes any fun. And one of the mums, her daughter went to see it, uh-huh. and she said she hated it. So I thought, oh God, you know. <laughs> so, but anyway, I went. I went, and I I really don't know what her problem was. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, as soon as I saw Patrick, I really don't know what her problem. Yeah. was. <laughs> I mean, I still think it's corny, but. It, it obviously, is. It is. Yeah. I like tons of movies that are corny, but like a lot of that's nostalgia too, I'm mm. sure. But but it's one of the first, you know, not one of the first, maybe one of the first, but it, you know, coming of age type stories, but surrounded around 
a girl, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, 40 years ago, it was when they made and films, written, it would be coming of age of, of guys. And written not by so a much woman, of women. Too. Exactly. Yeah. But but it, you never really got the story of the coming of age for a girl. Yeah. You know, it was always the And there the guy are serious women story. issues in yeah. this mm-hmm. as well. Oh, absolutely. So, um, and, and like issues that are being talked about today as mm-hmm. well. So, yeah, and I remember, I think Patrick Swayze, he didn't like the title either because he thought it sounded like a porn movie or yeah. something. And he's like, what yeah. are we making here? You know, that type right. of thing. He didn't, and maybe it was about reputation or whatever. Yeah. But, um, okay, so who would be better for baby? Johnny, and I, know, I think I know Jackie's answer. Johnny or Billy? Billy being Johnny's cousin. <laughs> no contest. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I feel like I, I she should have ended Johnny, up with Billy. Like, in the B- end. Billy really they seem like a better he, match. At least he, he's not a leader. You know, Billy's not a leader. He's he's more of a follower, and and he he's he's genuinely a good good guy. Yeah. You know, but he's not somebody that's going to be really going very far in life. I think. You know, he really has no no goals. It's just kind of like his his cousins kind of letting him pal around with him wherever he goes kind of thing. It seemed like Billy and her kind of had a little something when he had the watermelons mm-hmm. and he's like, Ooh, you know, just playing around with the watermelons. Yeah, but everything. that's kind of seemed like more more like a, a brother Maybe, or something. Maybe, but I just felt know? like like Baby was more of Billy's type and, you know, obviously Johnny and Penny are, yeah. are made more sense to me. But I guess, you know, this is the whole, you know, doe-eyed girl from where well they obviously knew each other when they were younger penny penny and johnny and billy you know they all knew they all knew each other when they were younger yes and he even says that oh they weren't they haven't been an item since we were young you know meaning that you know when they were kids or teenagers or whatnot and i wrote this note i said you feel like there's a whole backstory of penny johnny and billy growing up together because remember she's like uh he's like oh you think that they were uh, a thing right and she's very like they're monotone not the way you read that by and, the way but he goes he goes not since we were younger yeah. that's what that's what he said yeah so uh, he's, uh, i i don't know i just wrote down that you feel that there's a whole backstory and you know with her getting kicked remember she's talked about how she got kicked out when she was younger mm-hmm. and they were friends him never finding like a true love connection as close as him and penny were they were never an item so him never finding because he was always being used and so i feel like there's like this whole story like the real story is like penny johnny and billy and the whole background and we just kind of stumbled upon this little tiny section of it the little week-long period that had to do with baby and that's what we saw but like there would be just as an interesting story of the background he kind of told you the background though right i mean patrick swayze's character was saying you know johnny was saying how you know he, he was just kind of getting in trouble and then some guy came along and said hey you know basically him taking lessons or performing it was kind of creepy though the way he said it but he was like yeah he had all the guys and all the people performing for him and then he would take on whoever was the best one for his classes to teach him how to dance and stuff like that you know and he was learning you know so you you figure penny was one of those people yeah you know penny and, and johnny because they, they, the actress they, they could, who played this she was also a trained dancer right as well. but you could tell that they have been trained how to dance right. and have been training together for a very long time um all right, so I've had the time of my life performed by Bill Me- uh, Medley and Jennifer Warrens. It won the Academy Award for Best Original Song, the Glo- Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song, and the Grammy Award for Best Pop Performance by a duo or group with vocals. So, 
Yeah. Kind of swept the award season. And not only that, it's been on. It's on so many lists of greatest uh, movie songs. You know, songs used in movie whatnot. It's it's always in the like top ten for movies and anytime. It's just when that song plays, you automatically. Th- I don't care who you are. I don't care if you've never even seen the movie. You know when that song plays. Whenever you heard now I've yeah. then you, you go automatically oh, here we go. dancing. You picture Patrick, Patrick Swayze on stage yes. like yeah. just circling Jennifer Grey. And, and start you start singing. And he's what? We start singing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then you kick in, you know, that same with Hungry Eyes. I mean, like mm-hmm. one of the best soundtracks, movie soundtracks out there. Yeah. But um, you can't sit there and tell me that you don't nobody uh, you know you as a person even if you've never seen the movie don't think Dirty Dancing automatically when you see that sing that song in fact people probably don't play that song unless they're dancing and being a bunch of fools or something you know yeah like I just feel like you don't you don't really drive down the car you know road and listen to that song it's like you know you're having drinks and, unless and hanging she's out with like people. the wind well I'm, I'm not I'm always driving I'm down not the talking road. about that song Especially, <laughs> I told my wife, like, I had no clue that was Patrick Swayze up until what, like, a day ago when you told me. What's <laughs> what's better like, is what? that he he broodingly walks away and drives away to the sound of himself singing to himself. Yeah, and it doesn't even show any kind of Very conflict, weird. like internal conflict when he's no, driving just the him, car. He was leaving. He just shows back up. To See you, baby. And yeah, it's like, and just shows back up. Yeah, but like, you know, normally in movies, when, when a song like that plays and they're walking off into the sunset, they don't come back or if they do you see the internal conflict as they're walking away or they're driving away you see an internal conflict in them and they're you know hitting the steering wheel because they're mad at themselves or or they're sitting down you know pounding their head or whatever you know and then having some sort of internal conflict and then they switch around but he just shows up yeah he's like i'm bouncing he's like oh man i just forgot to go to the 7-eleven down the street get some beer it was almost like he was like swing by this uh this resort first then i'll go get the beer it was almost like he was like well this is the end of act two so i have to walk away now baby but uh, i'll be back in the climax of the third act i got a Uh, i got a booger hanging in my nose i gotta pick it out real quick it's not gonna be as impactful as if uh, if i don't leave now yeah well he was probably relieved that he was going I know Patrick Swayze probably was. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Watch that be like the last scene in. The, Can I get any other filmed? scenes with anybody else besides Jennifer, please? Yes, please. Yeah. Her, her stupid, and it's not a doe-eyed look, Matthew. It was like like an alligator looking at a chicken sitting on the side of the the that, hill or something. You know, just who, like, that, that was Patrick or that was Jennifer. Jennifer Gray, just like. And there again, no passion. Exactly. No, none. None. And and it's not even a doe-eyed look. I mean, it's some. Oh, other there was animal. passion. It was probably just more to the hatred side of passion. <laughs> well, fair yeah. Enough. Yeah. But and, and then him, him, you know, it's seriously, he's he's trying. He gets better when when you get to the end of the movie. He's so much better. In fact, that last scene, it's like phenomenal. You're like, OK, you know, I don't care how much you hate this movie, but that scene makes you feel good. Because he did a really mm-hmm. good job yeah. of showing how much Johnny oh. hated baby. Like even when she came and like gave money and tried to do this and tried to offer to help dance and stuff. He was just treating and it like it felt so natural. Yeah. From, Pat, yeah. from oh, yeah. how he was I'm treating sure her. Was. And when you see like their audition, it's like you see how they treated each other yeah. behind the scenes. It's like one of those rare times that it works during a movie with, yeah. with this whole passion thing, but it's it's really weird. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he's an actor. So he, he is. He is. And he's a good actor. He only problem is, is he, he seems to play the same person, but he's like, uh, uh, what do they call What was that show? Uh, uh, something Leap. Uh, Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. You know, it's like the same person, but in a different body. But a different body. Now, and this is not to say that they didn't like each other after this. I mean, they got through everything. They became friends afterwards, and you know, you know I mean, not like yeah. they got together every weekend yeah. or whatever. But 
um they just you know they had a lot of animosity that they worked through during this i think so um did you guys think like me where literally any other woman in that clubhouse could have learned the dance quicker more accurately and most likely would have wanted to help johnny out with that don't you think any of those ones that had already that could already dance in there couldn't they have learned the dance to help him out and it seemed like they all like idolized johnny and why would want to help him out so why didn't they just grab one of those other girls that would have learned it like that and that's the rachel moment of that's our the episode. rachel moment okay i i wrote it down figuring it was the rachel yes, moment but i'm sitting the here rachel i'm like moment. wait a minute any yeah. of these other girls in here could learn this dance yeah. and do it with him much better than baby could but you know why rachel Who wouldn't say that though because rachel she's kind of a she she can be sappy sometimes do you know what a rachel moment is it's what we call stupid. Yeah, there, there. No, I'm leaving that in. No, obviously <laughs> stupid. That's, but like, that's basically. It's, it's one of those moments where, and we call it Rachel moment because she always points it out. But it's it's one of those moments where you're like, this makes no sense, but you just have to accept it. It's one of the rare moments in the movies that is not explained, but you can let it go because most other things are explained. So it's like, look, this is that one that you just have to accept happened or exists for whatever reason. Just like when a bad guy shoots a car and it just automatically explodes in a movie. <laughs> and you obviously know that shooting at that car is not going to make that car just blow up. Yeah, or That's any kind of, moment, any kind of yeah. setup that has no logical explanation. But like this, like... Obviously, in this situation, they needed a way to get Johnny and Baby together. But realistically, it would have been like, okay, she can't dance. Well, let me grab this other chick that I know here who comes out here every summer. Oh, yeah, I'd love to do that with yeah, you. You know, yeah. That would have solved really every, every well, problem. Well, I, th I think here's a way to explain that, okay? Here's a way to explain that. He obviously saw something in her that nobody else in that whole that clip, first time he grabbed her and yeah, started dancing yeah with her in he there. saw something I, I believe he saw something in her that he didn't see in some of these other people like so, sort of a passion because these other guys they're passionate but they're just naturally like that it kind of seems like she had some sort of a deep passion in between you know in, in her to to love to dance and that, that i think he saw that in her and that's why we do this show it's because we try to explain the unexplainable, put some meaning into it, things that are like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Maybe you just have to let that go. Most times, we're not able to explain yeah. it, but I, I think he saw something in her and maybe. That, that, that was different than the people around him, you know, that maybe, maybe could be something. Maybe he was just physically attracted to her right away. Johnny saw something in Baby, like you were saying, right? And at the end, he wanted to, he says, nobody puts Baby in the corner. Yeah. Because as he was teaching her to how to dance and became closer with her, right? Um, he kind of mixed that passion with dancing and his love for baby because he never yeah. remember he never trusted anybody. Everybody would always burn him, use him for whatever and everything, right? You gotta understand what it's like, baby. You come from the streets and suddenly you're up here and these women they are throwing themselves at you and they smell so good. And they really take care of themselves. I mean I never knew women could be like that, you know? And they're so rich, they're so goddamn rich, you think they must know about everything. And they're slipping the room keys in my hands two and three times a day, different women. And so here I think I'm scoring big, right? And for a while you think, hey, they wouldn't be doing this if they didn't care about me, right? That's, that's all right, I understand. You were just using them, that's all. No, no, that's not it. That's the thing, baby. See, it, it wasn't like that. They were using me. So he didn't think that anybody like really had any feelings for him or whatever. So as they were going, he kind of like his love for dance and her kind of like 
mesh together or whatever and he had more of that respect for her and that's why he was saying nobody puts baby in the corner it's a statement of of um how far she's come the type of person that she is you know the fact that she can dance like she she dances now in such a short time or whatever it's like nobody puts baby in the corner you know making baby this 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 larger than life person you know that she and what was, was her before. real name again francis 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 well francis uh, yeah, and and, and so whenever they, he saw them dancing, he saw that passion with mixed with the dancing. The father did, yeah, and that's when you know he he saw that for the first time yeah. too, and understood her to okay. Now she's a grown right. woman and all that kind of stuff. And so. he's given that speech, you know. What, what, and I know it's kind of jumping around a little bit, but no, when he's given that speech. Notice he doesn't say babe. He 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 doesn't call her Francis. Yes. So he calls her. No, her, no, her he baby. does call her Francis. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, he he calls her Francis, right? Mm-hmm. But he says her full name. Francis. So he's something not. He's, he might be talking to everybody there, but he's really talking to her dad. Yeah. And 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 I think a lot of it has to do with. That's why I'm saying there's a lot of tropes here. You know, you have the the daughter and the father relationship. You have the sister relationship. You have the um, the 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 johnny and penny relationship mm-hmm. you have all these different types of you know you have the 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 frat boy type person that's going to go off to harvard because daddy paid for school kind of thing you know i mean there's just so many different tropes in this movie that it's kind of hard to figure out which one they're trying to portray as being the and i think this is a fault in the movie yeah but you know there's not really one one direction they're going with it you know what i mean it's like it's like okay what well, you want johnny to have a good relationship with her dad and her and and a good relationship with penny and then you know uh uh jennifer gray's character with her sister and with her dad you know it's just so many different types i think they should have just geared it towards like maybe the relationship between the dad uh johnny and baby yeah you know what i mean like having those three characters i think that should have been the the relationship standard instead of adding a lot of this other stuff you know like um uh there's some weird stories in there like the the per, the wallet stealing old old people i thought they that needed, was on the nose it was just way needed, too on the nose they did a reason to fire him and get rid of him for the third act or but i thought that was know? just way too on the nose yeah. i thought that wasn't thought through i thought that was just kind of an easy way out and again you know? it was written by somebody who was writing a script for the first time so maybe yeah. she couldn't figure out how to connect yeah because there wasn't a ton of direction with this film because who who are you supposed to be cheering for? Are we supposed to be cheering for Johnny to become, you know, uh, more successful in, in his life or get over his his, I think it's more about his problems or baby? Mm-hmm. But it, but it's it's very very vague on on which way. I mean, like the author basically took things from her own life, so I think that she wanted to tell baby's story and that yeah. Johnny just happened to be part of it. But the the actor, but the the way the direction with the movie, like anybody that didn't know the background, which you know. A lot of probably people 20, 30 years ago did not know the background of the history of this film, right? Yeah. You know, you think about it, they they didn't really know the background. They just go watch the movie, but it was just very out in the wind, you know, with the direction. They She's out the wind. Yeah. Well, I knew the story, but not till after. Right. Way way the, ba- the right. behind the scenes yes. story and everything and that's the problem that's what i'm saying is that when you went to go watch that movie it's kind of weird to figure out which who we're rooting for uh, rooting for, rooting for who we're rooting for who we're rooting for which way we're rooting them with what for <laughs> no but but like seriously i did not know who we were who cheering for you know in this film yeah you know, i thought it was kind of i think it was just i mean it showed rudderless that, yeah i think it kind of it almost like 
I don't know if I want to say it like reverse the roles or whatever, but I mean, it's almost like um, Johnny was the more sensitive person. You know, he was always being used for his body and, di- and different things like that. And uh, Baby, it was about her just becoming an adult and, you know, what that entails and how it's so different from her life before. Like, yeah. I think it opens up with her saying, back then they called me Baby, and that was before I knew to be offended by it or something yeah. like that. Like, like that was condescending. I'm an adult now. That Because I think she was supposed to be, like, 18, right? Oh, no, I don't think she was even 17. 18. Oh, really? She, yeah. Was she 17? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because she was, she was uh, 27 in the movie. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. she was playing... Uh, they said, uh, no, I think she was 19 because they were saying that she, because she was going off to college, right? Uh-huh. So she would have been 18 at least. Yeah. She would have had to have been. And so anyways, they, yeah, like, like you said, you yeah, know, even the girl makes fun of her. Here like, on your one. name's baby, right? You know, just mm-hmm. like, like, yeah. kind of like real condescending. Go back and to everything. your play pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Penny's look whenever it, uh, she's like, uh, how did last night go? And. They're like, oh, it went good. Like immediately, just by Johnny and and Baby's reaction, like yeah. Penny immediately the knew they had the, <laughs> they, they had the sex, you know. Mm. So um, I just yeah, thought I that thought, I thought her 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 performance was very over. You know, it was not given enough credit. I think. Penny, yeah, yeah, she yeah. did. She did. She did a fantastic job, job. and yeah. the dad did a fantastic job as well. I she thought had those some were, pretty heavy emotional. So she yeah. was like the emotional center of the real dramatic things mm. that were happening in the movie. And the cousin was like just all the comedy. Billy? The show, yeah. I love Billy. He's one of my favorite parts of this <laughs> yeah. movie with the the watermelons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I get so that because it's, it's, it's kind of like it's a teen movie technically, right? You yeah. know, in a way, coming of age type teen movie, yeah, you know, and, and for that for that type of way of directing it. But I just kind of felt like there was a lot of added stuff in there that probably could have been just left out. You know, I mean, just like there was a lot of things with the sister, and I get, I guess that's why I'm oh, getting with okay, the direction. Let's talk about the sister because that that was probably if we're talking about what's your least favorite part of the movie, the sister is Miley. So, and I get that it's supposed to be funny, like especially her singing yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the worst part. And on that part, it's like so awkward for me. I usually like try to skip past some of that and everything. Yeah, but that singing, it's just it's bad. Right. And she's such a brat. Yeah, and 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 they were given way too much. Screen time, I think, for that that real horrible guy, the the one that was trying to get with her sister, that getting that knocked up Penny, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Yeah, I thought they just gave him too much. Like, okay, Rob, explain oh, that oh. he's just a bad person, and then let's. But they they went a lot. They gave him too much screen time. Both Robbie and Neil were douchebags. Yeah, and and they gave him way too much screen time. Like, I, I think that I mean, I granted they're supposed to be like kind of like the antagonist of the film, right? Yeah, but. There's several different antagonists. Like I thought, her dad would have been a, a, a well enough antagonist to the end of the film, where bam, now he's he's loving everybody and he's along with and, the, know, with and the owners of the resort. Trying yeah, to fire yeah. Johnny but then you had you had quite a few antagonists in this film, rather yeah. than just one, by one the way, or even two, but several. We did lose Robbie, the, the actor that played Robbie. Oh, okay. as well. he passed away as well. Oh so, wow, which is weird. Cause he's a bit younger and everything. Yeah, Jennifer Grey is 63, I believe now. Wow. So. Oh, it, yeah. Young. It threw me off and everything, but then I, you know, I started thinking about our age and our parents and everything. And you're like, well, I guess that makes sense. So my mother's 21. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, okay, the last thing I really have to say about this, um, I'm going to ask you guys a couple other questions. But 
Um, did you get choked up at all when Jerry Orbach uh, was out on the gazebo and he was like, he was real. Basically, it was a scene that showed that he was realizing that his daughter was grown up now and like, like she wasn't really baby anymore. And she, that's why she's like, you know, you told me that all the people were good. So you lied to me. Basically, she's realizing mm. things as an adult, becoming an adult. Yeah. And he's like kind of losing it because of that. I thought that was a pretty emotional well thing, when, when i thought about my daughter well that's what i was saying you know if you're if you're a father of a daughter it, it's kind of one of those it's things hard. It, it's 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 kind of hard to see through the fog on a lot of things you know because yeah. a lot of times you're just like i can only see it one way i can't see it any other way because that's you don't your mind shuts everything else out you know besides yeah. your image of your child you know and have you guys ever known anybody that would give their child $250 with no or very little question. Nobody. I, haven't. I mean, how much was that sort of worth back in, you know, nowadays? Exactly. What's, what's the, it'd probably be like, like 800 bucks no or something like yeah, that. Maybe easy. A thousand I don't even think it, I don't even think it's that expensive. I think it's quite, no, no, she's talking no, about like the rate of inflation. Nowadays. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, $250 yes. Yeah. back in the day was probably about a thousand bucks now. Yeah. You know, something like that. So, well, I, I think, he was also like exceptionally very rich. Very well, he was very rich. Tr- it's his daughter. He, but he only had daughters. Yeah, yeah, he was naive when it came to his. Do- well, especially remember because the sister even said it. The sister said it. She said, "You're not he the favorite you anymore. anymore. You're not the mm. one that he goes to talk to anymore." So that's when. But when she asked for the money originally, she was that person. And all still. he said and was, so, "It's not illegal, right?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, sure," and everything. And I'm like. What parent? I think as uh, in in a way, in just my personal experience, you, you just kind of want it to be a certain way with your daughter. <laughs> you're just Where, like, with your I'm son, not going to think of the worst. I don't want to think of the worst. Yeah, but with your son, you just automatically assume that. Like, you're like, okay, he's going to be rambunctious. He's going to be nutso, crazy, but he you don't feel uh, like the need to protect your son as much uh, as you do correct. your daughter. And, and I think that's what a lot of it, and you could tell that like he, he held a uh, baby on a literally baby, calling her baby, you know, literally put her on a pedestal. So I, d- I don't think there was probably an amount of money that he would not give to her, especially because he was very well off, obviously. He's rich, you know, and whatnot. So I think that there there wouldn't be a limit with her. Now, now probably, yes, when he realizes that she's being an adult and this and that, you know. he Nowadays, they just have their own card, and they could go and charge it on their own black card. <laughs> exactly. Or they get like a $500 a week allowance or yeah. probably way astronomically more than that mm. or something. So back then, it was like, Daddy, can I have this and and she called him out or patrick swayze called her out too it's like oh yeah it's really easy to go ask daddy for money he automatically yeah. knew where she i mean obviously and i wanted to be like so what he yeah. she got the money for you do you where you go ask your dad for 250 dollars yeah. you know yeah so anyways he was very appreciative but they hated each other so i guess it made sense but he was still showing you know that he didn't like her at that point so, yeah yeah that's you know? true and he did a very good job of that yeah. now like think- she had to be enamored of him the whole movie mm-hmm. But so, which was must have been harder for Jennifer Grey, whereas Patrick Swayze, for at least like the first third of the movie, he got to just let out his jackass feelings toward her. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. That is. But what were you saying? What were you saying? I forgot what did I was going to say. Did you feel that? Um, oh, did you feel that Jennifer Grey did a good job, or do you think that somebody else could have done it better? Not say anybody Sarah in particular. Jessica Parker, yeah, or, for yeah, example. Like, yeah, I can't see her in the role. Sarah Jessica Sarah Parker, you can't? No, no. I'm, to me, it all, you know, she suited it. Yeah. She yeah. did suit it. But, you know, some, I've seen a lot of... Who Matthew Broderick ended up yeah. marrying in the future yeah. anyway. But I've so. seen a lot of videos and things, you know, where people have reenacted 
yeah. scene and what have you and still well, the, the legacy of this movie nowadays you see it all over the place it's 2022 and we still have uh, weddings where they're doing the lift oh yeah, yeah. and they're dancing and everything well know, and, the exact same song and and you know she was supposed to go out and do a huge press tour for this film as well but Right before it happened, uh, she did get in that accident with Matthew Broderick. And that, you know, it's so weird that there's not a lot of information about that accident. Did you hear about that? Their accident that they got into? It pretty much ended Matthew Broderick's career. When she was doing this dirty dancing, she was dating Matthew Broderick. They had just a year before, they had done Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, I think they were engaged as well. Um, They, but it was like two weeks before Dirty Dancing came out. They thought it was going to be a hit. She went to Ireland with um, with Matthew Broderick. And of course, they're driving on the other side of the road and everything. So what they think might have happened is that um, they accidentally pulled over to the wrong side of the road or something, just not thinking. Anyways, they got into a head-on collision with this other vehicle that had like this mother and this grandmother in mm-hmm. a car and ended up killing them. The reason they're not sure what really happened is because Jennifer Grey and Matthew Broderick both got knocked out and they have no memory of like five minutes before the accident. Now that's what they say, who knows, Mm -hmm. but they say they have no memory of what happened and they ended up not getting charged for anything. They they ruled as as an accident because they weren't intoxicated or or negligent or anything like that. Although they might've been negligent by accident by driving on the wrong side of the road or whatever. But either way, they don't remember what happened right before the accident, but it did kill them. Right after that, she got this pain uh, in a back that she never realized was from the accident until like 20 years later. And so she always dealt with that, plus a botched nose job uh, about a year after dan- Dirty Dancing or something like that. And then another nose job to fix it. And ever mm-hmm. since then, she kind of, a lot of people, you know, I don't want to, you know, criticize anybody for doing what, you know, doing what they're doing and everything. But. Um, a lot of people said that, you know, when that happened, she kind of was just a blend in the face crowd. She didn't stand out anymore. She wasn't as unique or whatever. You know, she's still beautiful. I'm sure she's uh, a very kind person and all that kind of stuff. But it's one of those things like this is a this is a permanent change you're making, you know, so mm. be sure it's what you truly want. And it wasn't what she wanted. She got. I'm going to say I read that it was her mother that said not only you, her mother but directors. Yeah, they, she needed to be more yep. pretty, once, whatever. Yep. Once yeah. Dirty Dancing blew up, yeah. it's like directors and producers are like, you know, your nose is too Jewish. Basically, you need to get a nose job and fix that mm. so you can be more like you know. Yeah, because she didn't else. want to, did she? No, no, but that's what eventually that and her injury that she had that caused her pain. Everything she just eventually kind of went out of the limelight and disappeared and everything which is very she's sad. done some i think some tv spots and stuff like that what was it that i seen her but recently? both her and matthew broderick's career went down yep. like matthew broderick he was able to do like godzilla inspector gadget a couple things like that and he did some tv stuff he stayed relatively busily yeah busy, but, at, but nothing like what he should have fearless been. yeah fearless bueller, after ferris bueller he should have been top-notch like comedian actor you know yeah. that kind of thing where, where like he, a michael j fox or yeah or, or even you know robert downey jr kind of thing situation you yeah. know but i mean it, it just kind of just same thing happened robert downey jr you know i mean it's one of those things where it's one incident yeah. can define your career from then on. Some people recover. Uh, we've already talked about our favorite scene. So what would you, since this, this movie so heavily relies on soundtrack, what would be your favorite 
song from this this hungry eyes hungry eyes hungry eyes okay so all of us have to say what's your second favorite song um she's like the wind <laughs> is it really no oh, okay <laughs> i don't have a second favorite i just have one favorite and that's the only one i'm going with all right time of your life okay mine is do you love me i just love that the, the way that they're and just how it's so repetitive and everything what is it by the contours right Oh, I wouldn't know. That's a, you, I think it's Contours who did Do You Love Me. But oh, I, 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 I thought it was a little Richard. Song. Oh, that was the watermelon time. That was when they yeah, there, the yeah. watermelon stuff. Yeah. But, but you know, you've heard that song before, but when you hear that song, Too Dirty Dancing, you know, to actual dancing yeah. and everything, it's it's a whole yeah. new experience. I really like the song. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't like Mickey. Didn't I didn't like Mickey. Which one was Mickey? Is it? I don't know. Is it's called Mickey. When? No. Oh, yeah. Mickey. Oh, yeah. And, Mickey. and the way hey, they Mickey. were dancing. I didn't like that. Was was Hey Mickey in that, yeah. that movie? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Which, which scene was that? When, when they were in the... When uh, they're learning to dance yeah. in the studio. Oh, okay. And Maybe she, you know, spaghetti that. arms and all that. Yeah, because remember he, he starts... Oh, uh, when she was telling him that he had spaghetti yeah. arms to mess with yeah. him. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of weird. Like, I thought... When when he was singing, when he was singing the song, like he was saying all the words to it, and then they pan to her, and then she's not singing the song either. So it's like he's singing it to her. I can't remember what song was it. Was it maybe it was Mickey? Yeah. No, there was. Are you talking about when she goes behind the little shade and yeah, they're like mouthing baby. the words? No, no. That I love that scene. That too, was a good you know. scene. Oh. I'm talking about when when they're playing some other song and he's singing. Like you can see, he's not like full on singing, but he's mouthing the words. You know. Well, that was. I think it was Mickey. Yeah, but then they pan to her and she's just like stupid look <laughs> on her face again. Yeah, I didn't like their performance either. You know that first performance where she had all that tons of makeup on and everything. Oh yeah, where she didn't do the lift and she was just kind of like. They probably were like, oh, oh, let's yeah, let's yeah. put the worst possible makeup on her to make her look so much more stupider. And I thought he was stupid pissed because the whole movie he's been getting pissed at her messing up, yeah. right? But of course he was starting to fall for her at that time. So they were driving. He's like, no, you did fine. And you know it was just really awkward. And then he's and then she mocks him. You know, like uh, when they're when they're dancing and everything. And uh, he, he's like, up uh, here, she's up like here. spaghetti arms, spaghetti yeah, arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Well, I really enjoyed the movie. I'm yeah. glad that you came out and did this movie with us and uh, made me watch it again because it, it had been at least 10 years. I don't think it'll be the same now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't think it's going to be the same? Yeah. No, because I'm going to be looking for the things you've been saying. <laughs> That's what we usually do is yeah. here, here at the We podcast. don't like to be called We ruin critics, movies for people. But we like to critique things. Yeah. If that makes sense. We don't like being called critics, but we like to critique. We've had family tell us that, you know, oh, you know, that makes me look at it a little different and then they'll watch it and maybe it ruins it for him so yeah, i so, don't know so what we were saying just our family not to listen to her and then i'm like i'm like that's how it that's what's in my mind every time i'm watching movies is you know picking it apart like this way and well the fact that my wife actually was like okay i see what you're I talking, what about, you're talking now, about now so now hopefully i ruined her one of her favorite movies not. it's her favorite movie grease uh, it's, uh no it's uh, man in the iron mask oh that is a good i movie. thought it was face off uh she no, our, our mother. Oh, our, yeah. yeah. Uh, but my wife's oh. favorite is uh, Man in the Iron Mask. That's a good movie. I no, no, no. Uh, uh, Count of Monte Crisco. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Crisco. Crisco. I call it say Crisco. Crisco. No, it's Crisco. <laughs> Count of- like the grease. <laughs> she likes grease and Crisco. Yes, she does. <laughs> it's best to fry the chicken in the Crisco. <laughs> really appreciate you coming out. Thank do you it again sometimes. Let us know what your second favorite movie is. We'll do that one. Okay. Uh, can I just say, if you do critique okay. top, top 
come after it. Okay. okay. Go easy. Yeah, I'm down to <laughs> true. That's I'm down true. To I have to go see it first. Though. I'll Don't find anything there. out about it because I think it would spoil it if you knew what. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, as far as like the climax or whatever. Yeah, I had no clue. You're assuming that I haven't already read ahead about what happens. You have. I read ahead a lot. No, I I, I, was, I, I, have I was so I happy with the ending. It's don't it, tell me. I, I love movies that have the great ending and that it basically has the Hutch ending. Hutch no, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you anything Don't about spoil it. it for no, I won't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love the movies that have the endings that you want to happen, and that this movie had the ending that I wanted to happen. That's rare because Andrew's hardly ever happy unless it like ends like it used to when, it, when we were in our childhood, or how I wanted to end. <laughs> that's, you that's, will that's end this movie how I want you to end it. Uh, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's pa- what that's what Patrick's most tricks out. That's yeah. what, I was gonna say. That's what most women say when they see Henry Cavill. Is, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I show my wife that picture, and then uh, she's that's, like, oh, that's, "Really? That's Angie's yeah. favorite. That's yeah. Angie's favorite shot oh, when it first comes up. out of the ocean in Man yeah. of Steel." But do, do you think he can play Bond? Do you oh, think I do. He has a, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he could. Yeah. 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 I think, and he, I think he, he has that very, uh, again, seeing him in Mission Impossible, what, what probably, when they said him, I was like, yes, please not Tom Holland. I'm just saying, oh, nothing against the guy. I just think he can't, he has to grow up a little bit to be able to I play that see, role. Yeah, everybody still sees him as a kid. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, we're on all social media at the Post Credit Podcast, uh, except for Twitter. We're at the Post Credit. Our email address is the Post Credit Podcast at gmail.com. We have a website. It's www.thepostcreditpodcast.com, and we're on YouTube. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you next time. And throw me a baby. Bye. And Nobody puts baby in a corner.